Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Enjoy. Last week, I was in Madge Lake. We went to Madge Lake with three other families, and in total, eight adults, eight kids. So it was pretty hectic. I hadn't been to Madge Lake in a while, and uh, it was awesome. I I really enjoyed Madge Lake. We already have next year booked. We're going to be back there. Unfortunately, the weather wasn't fantastic. One day, it was like raining the entire day, but we made the best of it. Anyway, at Madge Lake, they have one of those inflatable obstacle courses out in the water, and we, of course, had to do that. So um, me and three other buddies, we're all in our 30s, got out there did our thing and boy was it a struggle and um, I'll just speak for myself I was sore the next day but they had one of those things where you can uh, jump on one end and it launches the person on the other end into the water we did that which was great and actually out there some young kid was like hey do you mind launching me absolutely sent that kid into orbit The thing I'll remember most about the trip, though, is uh, a parent fail that I had. So I was tossing a football with uh, one of my buddy's kids, and we were tossing the football back and forth. And and Casey said, because Niall was kind of by me, she said, why don't you turn Niall so he can see you guys, you know, toss the football back and forth? I thought, okay, yeah, perfect, good idea. So I spin him around, and we're we're throwing the football back and forth, and uh, all of a sudden, my buddy's kid throws the ball uh, it wasn't very accurate with this throw. Went to my left. It missed me, and it was slow-mo. S- slow-mo, the football flying through the air, and Niles sitting there just minding his own business, being a cute nine-month-old, and the football, and it was like kind of a Nerf football, hits him directly in the forehead. Directly in the forehead. Could not have hit him in a worse spot. And he kind of like snapped his head back a little bit. He didn't fall over. Good for him because he does have a massive head. So uh, it needed to be thrown harder to make him fall over. Anyway, kind of snapped his head back. And then he started crying. So that's that's my bad. Actually... The throw wasn't that accurate, but you can't blame it on a four-year-old. So I'll take I'll take blame. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. When it comes to tennis, when there's a rally going on, it's gotta be quiet, right? They don't play music or anything like that. It's gotta be quiet. Unlike if you go to a lacrosse game, like up in Saskatoon, if you go to a rush game, music is playing all the time. Whether the rush have the ball or not but back to tennis gotta be quiet right kind of like golf Shh, can't talk can't play music i love having music going when i'm on the golf course anyway there was a tennis match happening recently at the national bank open in montreal and it was during the semi-final and they're doing their thing and this happens That is remarkable. Like, it's a big deal that Cotton Eye Joe came on. Yeah, the DJ was feeling like it was a boring match. They wanted to spice it up. 
But out of bed for cotton on Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from, cotton on Joe? But they stopped the they stopped that point and replayed it because the players were distracted. Come on. The replay with Mark and Jess. A few months ago, there were some goats over by Douglas Park. The city brought them in to eat a bunch of the weeds because it's more environmentally friendly than using chemicals. And when I saw Wascana Center post that they were going to have goats there, I said to Casey, we got to go see those those goats, these goats. We'll, we'll take Nile. We'll, we'll go there and just uh, see what they're up to. So we did that. And uh, when we got there, no goats to be seen. Because I read the post wrong and they weren't there yet. And then we never did end up getting back to see the goats. Fast forward to this weekend, I saw a buddy post about a bunch of goats again in town by his place. And we went out for supper on what day was it? Saturday. After supper, I said to Casey, All right, we're going to go do something. Didn't tell her. Pull up and we see hundreds of goats. On Lakeview Avenue, west of Argyle School. It was so cool pulling up and seeing all these goats. And uh, they were they were they were busy. They were eating a lot. In fact, some were climbing up into the tree. Not like fully climbing up, but just pulling themselves up into the trees and eating the trees. It's like I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to be on weed control. But Nile was loving the goats. So if you want to see some goats, I'm guessing they're still there. Lakeview Avenue, west of Argyle School. Really cool. You can't get too close to them because the fence is electrified. And you don't want to because they might get you with their with their heads. They might headbutt you. We did see a goat fight. They were smacking each other's heads with their... We call them horns on goats? I think so. Anyway, really cool. Something to check out. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. Mark Zuckerberg has shut the door on a cage match against Elon Musk. So this was back in like June, I think they were kind of discussing maybe fighting, which I mean, I'm all for. I would actually, if they were doing it on pay-per-view, I would get the pay-per-view and watch two billionaires go at it. Anyway, Zuckerberg has said that he's offered a date. Dana White, the UFC boss, has offered to make it a legit competition for charity and Zuckerberg posted on threads saying that Elon won't confirm a date. Then he says he needs surgery and now asks to do a practice round in Mark Zuckerberg's backyard instead. A, pra- a practice round? Talk about practice? Uh, no, but he, uh, yeah, he needs surgery. What kind of surgery does he need? That just sounds like excuses. Is he worried that he's going to be beat by Mark Zuckerberg? Listen, Mark, I can't do the fight. It's my shoulder. It's, yeah. It, it's just, it needs surgery. It's real bad. I hope that the door isn't completely shut forever, though, because getting these two in a ring and fighting, it'd be great. And then I said it before, I'll say it again. Whoever loses has to delete their app. So if Elon Musk's Elon Musk loses, Twitter's gone. Zuckerberg loses, Threads is gone. That's how we determine which app will be the app we use moving forward. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. 
I mentioned earlier that last week I was in Madge Lake. Casey and I went with our little guy, and then three other families were there as well. And uh, I know people, I think quite a few people say, if you want to see bears in Madge Lake, you go to the landfill. You'll see bears there. We didn't have to go to the landfill. A bear, and it's cubbed, cubbed, cub, walked by our condo and I don't know for some reason I got thinking about this just the other day I was like I wonder because um, because this bear walked by I'm like I wonder if me and three of my buddies so four grown men do you think four grown men could take one black bear like in a fight if we started brawling who would win? I'm not saying that us as the four grown men would leave uninjured. We would be injured. It would be it would be bad, but I don't think we I don't think one of us would die. I think that we could we could thump that thing pretty good, I think, and it would it would end up running off. Or am I delusional? Maybe I'm delusional. I think we could give it a good go. Well, what's the average size of a black bear though? Average size of a black bear. It's probably pretty big. Oh, female bear. Oh, male bears. Oh, adult male bears. 400 pounds. Standing. I don't know. Is that delusional? I feel like I do have a lot of delusions in my head. Like, let's say in an emergency situation, I had to get, you know, in the cockpit of an airplane. I think I could. I think I could land it. That's a big time delusion. People go to school for a long time to become a pilot. And I'm like, listen, guys, I know it's an emergency, but sit back and relax. I'm getting this plane on the ground. The replay with Mark and Jess. This started last month, July 14th. A donair costume was being auctioned off by the Alberta government. Very random, right? Like, why Why does the Alberta government have a donair costume? And it's a donair costume that you or I could wear. Like a full-grown adult could wear this thing. Anyway, it got posted on July 14th. And the auction is about to wrap up. 11 hours and 26 minutes left in the auction. And the current high bid is $16,020. That's right. $16,020. Which is just... Absurd. Now, I'm wondering if more bids will come in as, you know, it gets closer to the the closing time or if Camping with Steve is going to win the Donair costume. I wonder if Camping with Steve was just doing it like, ah, this will be funny. Someone will bid higher than me. And then now Camping with Steve is looking, being like, oh, God, no, no. Someone bid. I can't get stuck with this stupid Donair costume. So tomorrow we're going to check back to see what this Donair costume goes for. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. I've been following along this saga for quite a while now. Um, So my uh, fiance Casey is on the Regina Beach Info Uncensored Facebook group. And this was posted, I want to say months ago, that there was a deer out in Regina Beach that had been spotted quite a few times running around with Christmas lights attached to its antlers. Just got tangled up and uh, couldn't get the Christmas lights off. So people were concerned, right? They were calling conservation officers being like, hey, can can you find this deer and get the lights off this deer? And this was posted yesterday that officers were able to remove the lights off the deer. So the deer, I'm sure, is now feeling just fantastic, you know? 
after your hair is long and you get a haircut, you're like, oh, this feels so good. That's probably what that deer is feeling today. Just antlers flowing in the wind. Oh, this feels good. The Mark and Jess replay. Miracle Treat Day was the other day. And um, if you went and bought a blizzard, money would be donated to the Chimpatison Children's Hospital Foundation to help families and children in need, which is awesome, right? So hopefully you were able to get out and grab a blizzard. But anyway, I bring it up because um, Premier Scott Moe, not him, probably his social media team, posted a photo um, of him with a blizzard on Instagram. And normally I avoid posting, or when I do, I just do it every once in a while, posting about politics on social media, because really there's 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 no point. It never ends well, right? Anyway, I saw this and I was like, okay, I'm going to post something about it. Because if you look at the photo, the blizzard is photoshopped. And I actually spoke with someone that uh, does graphic design, photoshopping, that kind of thing. And this person said that based on the lighting, the size of the blizzard spoon and focus, this person thinks that it was for sure photoshopped. And I got into an argument with with a friend over it because uh, he said that all that matters is the messaging, which is great that the premier is getting the messaging out there and hopefully people saw this and thought, you know what, I better go out and get a blizzard, right? But also, (laughs) they probably could have went and got a blizzard. There's a DQ probably a kilometer away from the legislative building where he is in this photo. Now, who knows when the photo was actually taken and maybe he was just too busy that day to get a picture with a blizzard. And if that was the case, maybe they should have just posted a graphic, um, you know, a DQ graphic saying, go and support Miracle Treat Day rather than photoshopping a blizzard into this photo of Premier Scott Moe in uh, what looks like a fancy office at the ledge. It's sitting on a coaster, which someone even said, you don't put a blizzard on a coaster. And if you're getting a picture with it, you're holding it in your hand, right? You're, you know, scooping it out and having a bite of it. Sometimes politicians and people that work for them make decisions that just make you scratch your head and go, what are you doing? You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Tell me something good. With Mark and Jess. This is a story out of Eastern Michigan University. Brian Dooley is an offensive lineman with the football team, and he won a scholarship to Eastern Michigan University. Now, he has a teammate, Zach Conti, and Zach made the team as a walk-on, meaning he, you know, it wasn't a scholarship. So, Zach had to pay, or has to pay, $7,000 per semester, tuition and other expenses, all on his own, and he was struggling. In fact, he was struggling so much that he was selling his blood plasma to make payments. So Brian heard about this and wanted to help out. So he asked his coach if he could actually transfer his scholarship over to Zach, and they were able to do that. And they got video of it, and the two embrace after. It's a really sweet moment. Very cool. What a move by Brian. And their season starts up on September 1st. So good luck to them. And uh, side note, I didn't mention this earlier, which I should have. Zach was actually at the point of quitting because the bills were just piling up. He couldn't make it work. So that just makes the story even better. Very cool. Tell me something good. Wow. 
you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.